It's just a few moments after the top of the hour. Today is May 10, 2021. I'm Larry Gassman in the Pat Price Tech Talk training room, and it's time once again for Tech Talk. Thank you so much for being with us. Tonight, Andy Burstein is with us, and Andy is the CEO of Accessible Pharmacy Services. What is that? Well, we're going to find out because I think it's probably a, a service that maybe some of you might like to take advantage of. And just saw something on this. I think I saw a podcast on you guys uh, probably just a few months ago and was intrigued. And you were nice enough to say, yes, we'll come and chat about what we do and perhaps some people would be of interest. So that's what we're all about. And we want to thank you firstly for joining us on Tech Talk. Oh, thank you. So tell us a little bit about the company and tell us tell us what you do. Well, sure. So thank you all for joining me tonight. Um, for those of you who are just joining now, I am in Philadelphia. Uh, I, I live on University of Pennsylvania's campus, for those of you who are familiar with Philadelphia. Um, so I'll tell, you the, I'll tell you the background about our company and our story and, and what we do. Um, about five years ago, I was running a healthcare marketing firm. And we were trying to develop some strategies to help some of our clients just embrace accessibility. I'm oversimplifying that, but to embrace accessibility, to learn how to be more accessible online and uh, in their offices and, and amongst everything else that they do. And I decided to build an advisory board, an advisory committee of people with different disabilities who could give me feedback about their experience in the marketplace. Um, so between friends and family, I checked every disability box with the exception of blindness. And I was, you know, I, I didn't, I don't have any relatives who were blind. I didn't have any close friends who were blind. And I remembered my kids played little league with another group of kids and their father was blind. And he and I used to see each other on the ball field or on the court. We would always say hi to each other. We knew each other's names, but I didn't know anything else about him. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll reach out to that guy and see if he wants to meet up for a drink or something and have a conversation and, and, and join my advisory committee. So Alex and I met up for a cup of coffee uh, and I got to learn a little bit about him. So Alex was diagnosed with RP, retinitis pigmentosa, uh, in his late teens. And his eyesight deteriorated pretty quickly. Um, he originally wanted to pursue a career in the hospitality industry. Uh, he was going to school at UNLV, and he was working at the casinos and working at the hotels, just trying to learn the business. And he slowly realized that uh, it wasn't going to be a good fit for him as his eyesight was deteriorating. And so he reinvented himself, and he ultimately went back to school, uh, got a master's degree, and ultimately earned his PhD in marketing with a specific focus on retail accessibility for the blind community. And he wrote his doctoral dissertation on the accessibility of the top 100 retailers in America for the blind community, you know, how accessible they were uh, you know, online, how accessible they were via the telephone, and how accessible they were on, at their actual location. So here I am thinking like, oh, that guy Alex, we can hang out. He can sit on my advisory committee. Little did I know that he's arguably one of the foremost experts in the retail experience as a blind man. And so we were like, he was, you know, we dug deeper into his research and his dissertation in particular. And I was just blown away by it. I was like, so what are you doing with this research? And he's like, well, it's sort of like collecting dust. It, it's still there and it's still great, relevant data, but he has a job as a professor now. And he actually teaches uh, marketing at Westchester University, which is a university in suburban Philadelphia. Uh, he teaches uh, marketing courses to uh, undergraduate students. And so I was like, hey, would you be interested if, you know, maybe we can take your research and knock on some of these doors of these big retailers and see if we can, you know, do some consulting together? He's like, oh, my gosh, I would love to do that. I've always wanted to do that, but I just never had the time or the resources to do it. Let's do it together. So we identified the pharmacy vertical in particular as the one being the most challenging. So he, that was his own experience as a consumer, but now he had extensive data to, to support his own experience. And uh, 
So we started knocking on doors of all the big pharmacy chains and some of the pharmacies that exist in big grocery chains and big retailers. And we struck out. No one had any interest in really talking to us. They were all like, oh, we've got that under control. We have someone in charge of DEI. We have someone in charge of accessibility. Thank you, we, we, we're not interested. And so after like exhausting all the major chains, we were like, they just don't get it. And we, they peaked the, the, the thought in our minds, you know, what would it be like if we built our own business? What if we took your research and started to build a business based around identifying how to make the pharmacy industry in particular as accessible and as usable and as welcoming um, as it could be? And so, you know, this was, I guess this is about three and a half, four years ago at this point. Um, so we, uh, this was on pre-pandemic. You know, we got in our car, we're in Philadelphia. We drove to Baltimore. We spent a day at the NFB headquarters. We, Alex was able to get a lot of support from some of the other, from the AFB in particular, when he was doing his research uh, and the Foundation for Fighting Blindness. And so we reached out to all these groups and we were like, is anyone doing anything like this? And uh, they were all like, no, there, there's, there's no one. A lot of pharmacies, the big chains and, and independent groups and pharmacies do components of, you know, for lack of a better term, accessibility, but none of them were providing an, an A to Z solution. And so the next thing we did is we held some focus groups with blind adults in Philadelphia and really tried to drill into like sharing ideas that we had and to, just to see like, hmm, how would they experience that? How would they respond to these ideas? And over a few months, we basically built a business plan for if we did these things, we could create the ultimate home delivery pharmacy for the blind and low vision community. Um, and so we launched, at least theoretically at this point, we launched Accessible Pharmacy Services for the Blind, which is a home delivery pharmacy specializing in the blind and low vision community exclusively. But at that point, it was just basically a business plan with no teeth in it because we're not pharmacists. So we had our whole marketing plan, which was more of a marketing plan than a business plan. Um, but we had to learn the business. And we spent the next six months meeting up with different consultants and pharmacy groups. And we ultimately found a, a group and they became our third business partner. Um, it's a company called Reliant Care Solutions. And we chose them for a few reasons. One, they're in suburban Philadelphia, so it's easy for us to get there. Two, they were incredibly enthusiastic about wanting to work with us. Three, um, they had an existing infrastructure of a home delivery pharmacy. And their existing verticals were really intriguing to us. They, their other business specializes in medication management, diabetes management, um, home delivery, facility delivery for assisted living facilities, assisted living facilities for um, older people that may have cognitive issues or group homes for people with intellectual disabilities. So from their approach, they were already like every patient deserves its own. It's not a one size fits all when it comes to medication. It's not a one size fits all for medication management or diabetes management or whatever a person's uh, needs may be. Um, they already embraced the fact that everyone deserved a customized approach to making sure that they could take their medication properly and have healthier outcomes. So we jumped in headfirst with Jason, who's the CEO of that company, and we formed our partnership. This was last, this is fall 2019. And so we connected our marketing plan with a robust business plan, and we got ready to come out of the gates with our guns blasting. On April 1st was our official launch date. And obviously, as we know, the world changed since April 1st last year. Um, for us, there was a silver lining to it in that, you know, it sort of forced us to slow down and take our time slowly and start to hire um, other people to help us build out our model. We currently employ about 20% of our employees are blind themselves, that they're in different facets of our company. And we started filing applications to be able to do this in every state throughout the country. Uh, we're currently licensed in 30, I think 31 states, as well as Puerto Rico and Washington, D.C. Um, 
every other state, we haven't been rejected by anyone. The other remaining states, we are pending approval. Um, they, all those states, by the way, cashed our application fees, but we're still pending approval. Some of them have been pending approval since May last year, but coming soon. So our hope is that by the end of the summer this year, we'll be able to provide our solutions to uh, the entire country. Um, I'll tell you what we do that we think is unique. Uh, first of all, every single touch point that we have with our patients, excuse me, whether it's on the telephone, on our website, um, the way we engage with them, every single interaction we have, we, we view through the lens of how do we make sure that this component is welcoming and accessible and usable. And so just having that across the board, that includes training our staff, training the people who are answering the phones, empowering our sales team, uh, the partnerships that we create, our website, um, everything that we do is designed to be, uh, I hate to abuse the term universal design, but for us, it's, it's designed for our business. We understand who our audience is. Um, and what do we do to actually improve health outcomes? I'll start from the beginning. Um, we provide, by the way, everything we do is free. We don't charge our patients anything. We make our money by billing insurance companies for medication. Anything like a copay or any vitamins or over-the-counter supplements, we simply work with credit cards. Um, we offer 10 different kinds of accessible packaging. It's all free. Um, this includes, we have multiple kinds of pre-sorted disposable pill organizers. So we take the burden off the patient by basically saying like, all right, you're taking 10 pills a day and some vitamins and some supplements and over-the-counter meds. Instead of sending you a bunch of bottles and having you figure out how to organize it, we're going to organize it for you in advance in a disposable organizer. So you go through your organizer. When you're almost done, you'll get your next month. When you're done with it, you throw it out and jump into the next month. We have a machine that, that packages vitamins, the same machine that Amazon has, their pill pack machine. Um, we call them our, our daily pill packets. And we can package them. It's a little three-inch by three-inch uh, plastic bag. It comes in a disposable, pill, uh, disposable dispenser. And you just take your pills off, rip it off, put them in your mouth, and you're done. We have different kinds of accessible bottles. So we have childproof bottles, childproof lids, I mean. We have semi-childproof lids. Um, and then we have old-school pop-off lids. We also have lids in different sizes. We have oversized bottles, for example. So we're not going to force someone that may have arthritis or Parkinson's disease to try to open up a, a childproof tiny one-ounce bottle. Um, on top of all of our packaging, we also have a whole collection of accessible labeling. So for example, we have a contracted Braille uh, prescription label printer. So we can package medication with Braille. We also have a grade one label or two for those who are interested in that. Um, we can package our medication in large fonts for those who have low vision. We can do this, by the way, in both Spanish and in English. Uh, we have our own OCR app that can take a picture of a label and read it out loud. Uh, what makes ours unique is it's one designed specifically for people who are blind. Um, it also avoids logos on bottles, which can sometimes confuse o OVRs. Um, it, it, as best it can, it can read around bottles and labels to make it a little bit easier. And it also, if a QR code appears, it reads the text first and then the QR code second. So you don't have to listen to a whole QR code before you get to the content. Um, the other thing that we do with labels is uh, we work very closely with Script Talk. So for those of you who are familiar with Script Talk, it's, it's an amazing company. They were pioneers in medication labeling for the blind and low vision community. And they have a bunch of solutions. One in particular um, is basically a talking label. Uh, it's an RFID tag, which is a sticker. It stands for radio frequency identification. And we have, can put that sticker on any of our packaging, the bottles, the disposable <laughs> pill organizers, and uh, through an app or through a free device that we send you, it actually reads all the prescription information out loud. Um, and finally, when it comes to labeling, we're the, uh, we're the pharmacy partner for Be My Eyes. And so for those of you who use Be My Eyes and are, uh, use it to connect with random volunteers, um, there's a section on Be My Eyes called Specialized Help. And through specialized help, you're able to connect directly to our pharmacy. And you know, by the way, you don't need to be a patient of ours to use that. So if anyone here ever needs help, whether it's identifying a pill, reading a label, 
Um, most of the questions we get through Be My Eyes are drug interactions where someone's like, I'm about to take a remedy, uh, Tylenol, for example. And these are the medications that I take. Should I be a concern? Are there any side effects? Are there any adverse reactions to mixing these together? So we use Be My Eyes to support a lot of our patient initiatives as well. Other things that we do uh, range from, we do home COVID testing with Be My Eyes, which at a period of time earlier in the year, it was, we, we couldn't keep up with it. It was, it was unreal. Um, and we actually got into it sort of someone from the AFB was telling us that they went to a local pharmacy. This was like in May last year to get a COVID test. And uh, they signed up in advance on the website and the person made their way to the pharmacy counter. The person's blind. They used a cane. They made it to the pharmacy counter. And I say that because the individual presented themselves to the counter as a blind individual and the pharmacist, the technicians, I don't know if it was a pharmacist or technician or, or a cashier, but the person said, Oh, thank you for checking in. Here's a tablet. Please sign in. And the person's thinking to himself, he gets the tablet and he's like, one, he goes, I have no idea what I'm doing. Uh, two, even if there is a screen reader on here, I don't need everyone else around me to hear my medical information. And so fortunately his son was in the store too. His son came over and helped him get set up and he got his test, but he was talking to us. He's like, we should be able to figure out how to do something like this in the blind community as well. So our original tests were actually saliva tests where a patient would engage us. They'd call us. We'd overnight them a test. They would contact us through be my eyes and we would walk them through spitting into the tube, packaging the tube up, sending it through FedEx back to the laboratory and within 24 to 48 hours, they get the results. We then advanced to a rapid antigen test, which is basically one of those nasal swabs. It can be done right there on the spot. Um, the part, so we actually similarly engage the patient through Be My Eyes. They swab their nose. They stick it on a device that resembles a pregnancy test. So essentially, after about 10 minutes, um, a line will appear that will identify if the person is positive or negative. So that's another thing that we do. Uh, with Be My Eyes. Other things that we do in general, um, we are launching this summer uh, a, a, a parallel uh, guide dog and pet medication program. And so, uh, you know, in sending pet medication out to, to a, a patient, it, we, we can send the pet medication similarly in the same accessible packaging with the same labeling and so on and so forth. We still encourage people if you need like a flea or tick remedy or something like that, you know, go to your veterinarian. But if your pet has a, a chronic illness or diabetes or something like that, um, we have you know, mechanisms in place that will be able to support our patients as well. We run a series of educational programs with, with Be My Eyes. And we have a few more in the pipeline this coming year. Uh, we're going to be doing a, a, a program. We just, we just recently did one with Prodigy Diabetes Care, they make talking glu uh, glucometers, talking glucose meters. And so we ran a webinar talking about, you know, glucose meters and how Be My Eyes can play a role and how we can play a role and how Prodigy can play a role. And one of the things that we do, we also smell, smell, we sell small medical devices as well. So we have things like talking glucometers, talking blood pressure cuffs, talking thermometers, um, things like th of, of that nature. Um, so when it comes to like the talking glucose meter, for example, we'll pre-program it in advance, send it to a patient, and then the patient can contact us through Be My Eyes, and we can train the patient on how to actually use the device. So we're going to be expanding that model. We're going to be doing some webinars with some, uh, some of those continuous glucose uh, technologies like Dexcom or Script Libre. Um, we're going to be doing a program with uh, the Perkins School. Uh, we just had some initial initial conversations, uh, a program based upon, you know, young blind adults who are going to college for their first time or leaving their house for their first time, you know, um, and they have to all of a sudden take medicine for the first time by themselves. You know, how do we make that whole experience a little bit more uh, manageable and accessible and, and stress I don't want to say stress-free because taking medication is stress-free. No one likes to take medication. Um, but if we can make it easier and less stressful for a college student or a young adult, um, that's just incredible. Um, I, I, my son, I have a 17-year-old who's a senior in high school, and he's going to college next year. And uh, we just started talking to him about, you know, he takes medication. But every morning, I leave his medication out for him, and he takes it. 
but just trying to get him, you know, eased into the concept of, Hey, you're going to have to do this by yourself next year. Let's have conversations about that. So um, we're hoping to be able to do that with, with Perkins. Um, we're going to be doing a program in October around it's, it's breast cancer awareness month. And my wife's a breast cancer survivor. So it's something that I was really close to for a while. And, you know, the, the whole experience ranging from, you know, self-diagnosis, uh, getting, you know, getting, having, going through surgery, going through treatment, um, trying to learn all the vocabulary that accompanies the entire thing. It's, it's, it's very scary and intimidating. And uh, I'm, I'm pretty confident that we can create some solutions that'll make the experience for um, women, blind women who have breast cancer, blind women who are going through breast cancer, how to self-diagnose and how to support the families and to just connect all these dots with, you know, our role, which is obviously the medication side of this. Um, so these are some of the things that we're working on and uh, we have done the pike. We are expanding a little bit. We are, we're hiring some new employees. Um, we are kicking off a, uh, our first college internship program this summer with uh, blind college students. And they're going to be doing a few things for us. They're going to be doing some market research for us, you know, reaching out to some of our patients and learning about, you know, what they like about us, what things we could be doing to, to improve, what are the services we could provide. They're going to be helping us with our, our college program. Um, we specifically are trying to identify college students who read Braille because we really believe like our, our Braille program, we're excited about it. We're going to be building it out even, even more. Um, and we're actually going to be presenting at the, uh, the NFB conference. Uh, we have a, we have a booth there at the exhibit hall. We're going to be running a workshop and, uh, we're hoping that these students will help us present as well and share their findings, uh, in, in working with us. So these are some of the things that we do, um, it's a work in progress. You know, when, when we think about, you know, the early days when we were speaking to some of the big chains and they were like, oh, we've got accessibility down. We've got this all covered. Um, we're in this world and we don't have it all covered. It's a work in progress. We learn every day from our patients, from our employees, from our partners about, you know, what more we could be doing to, uh, you know, improve the lives of people. Um, we still sometimes get that pushback from insurance companies, but you know, they don't really, we have to like over explain to the insurance companies what we're doing so that we can get better support for our patients. That's, oh, that's another thing I just remembered that I sort of left out. Um, we realized the easiest way for us to support a patient is not to force someone to go to a website. Um, you're more than all welcome to come to Philadelphia and visit our place. But the easiest way is to pick up the phone and call. Uh, we have uh, an in-house call team that actually answers uh, the phone and has a conversation with you. You know, and ask the question about like, what medication do you take? How are you currently managing your medication? Uh, is it easy to manage your medication? Um, do you read Braille? Do you understand, you know, do you, are you comfortable with different kinds of uh, technology or no technology? And we try to make suggestions to them. And we encourage our patients like, how about this? Try out this. Try, for example, the disposable pill organizer with the Braille labeling this month. Give us a call back. Let us know what you think about it. If you like it, we can continue. If you want to try something else, you can try. There's no charge. You could try something else at the next month. What we do with our patients when they call is uh, we function, we sort of call it a concierge pharmacy in that all we need from the person is, you know, your medication, names, your doctors, your pharmacy location, like ballpark. You can even say it's at the corner of First and Market Street. Um, for your insurance, we just need the last four digits of your social security number. And what we do at that point, and that, by the way, that call takes about five to 10 minutes. We then go to work. And in about 24 hours, we contact all your doctors. We contact your insurance company and we have a conversation with them. We identify if your insurance works with us. We accept all insurance, but we, we check to make sure there's no changes in co-pays um, and that everything's acceptable. Uh, we reach out to your doctors to find out you know, give them a heads up what we're looking to do. We bring everything all together. And within 24 hours, we call you back and we say, all right, we talked to your health, your insurance company. Everything's fine. We talked to four of your five doctors. Your endocrinologist didn't call us back. Do we need to be, we'll find out. Do we need to speak to them or is it something that we can wait on? Um, and assuming everything's good to go, all we need is the name of your pharmacy. There's a pharmacist to pharmacist relationship where all we do is we call up the pharmacist. We say, we're now working with the patient. They transfer all the files over, and the next day we go to work, you get your new meds, assuming you're due for your meds at that point. 
Um, we encourage patients. There's no charge or subscription fee. We encourage people to try us out for a few months. We're the only blind-owned pharmacy company in the country. Um, we are the only company of its kind. We want people to try us out. If after a few months, you're like, you know what? I prefer going back to my local retailer, uh, my local pharmacy, or some other online pharmacy you like. Um, just call us and we transfer everything back and there's no charge for transfer everything back. Uh, we'll actually call your doctors, give them a heads up if there's been any changes. We'll call your insurance company to give them a heads up. We'll actually call your, your old pharmacy back and say, listen, since we, you know, we're working with this patient, a few things have changed with their uh, medication regimen. They're not taking some new vitamins. They switch from this drug to this drug. They've increased the dosage on this thing. So we alert them, get them all set up and you're back to where you were. Um, but that's what we do as a company. As I said, we're growing nicely. Uh, our hope is that by the end of the summer, we'll be able to do this nationally. And uh, more importantly than that, hopefully the pandemic will completely subside and uh, we'll, we'll get on the road and you know we'll have an opportunity to you know, we, we, have this. we love doing things virtually. It's awesome. But there's something nice about being in person with people and, uh, you know, meeting face to face, whether it be in a, a, a support group or at a convention um, or in some other format. And so uh, that being said, so Larry, I don't have much more to say. I, I can actually take a break now if you want to open up the floor for questions or if you uh, have, have any questions, uh, we can dig in a little bit. Okay. We have two hands. Ron, maybe you can help us with that. We have two hands raised. Okay, looks like uh, Michelle is first. Yes, hello. Um, hey, Michelle. Hello. This, this sounds like a wonderful company and, and, and very, very exciting, actually. Um, I have two questions for you. Um, sure. The first question is, I take a medication, which is a, a brand name medication, which my insurance company no longer pays for. So I pay for it out of pocket. It sounds like you work with insurance companies and you don't charge people personally. Do you, would you pay, would you allow me to, to pay for the medication myself through your company or is that? Absolutely. And if you'd like, you know, if you want to, I don't know what state you're in, but if if you want to call, like we'll, we'll call your, your insurance company on your behalf. And try to advocate yeah. for you and find some alternatives that may get covered by insurance. Um, right. No, I, I, under, I understand that. Um, and the other question I have is uh, when I take a new medication, you know, there's always this giant package of paper that comes along with it, which has all, all the information. And yes. I, I am, am an adult who became visually impaired, so I don't know Braille. Sure. Um, and it's difficult for me to, to go through all this material. What does your company offer to, to help me figure out what all the side effects are? Like there's a lot of material in there. Yeah, sure, sure. I'm, right. What, so what that, that little, that I, little thing that's folded up into like a little half an inch. Right, exactly. It exactly. has the equivalent of like a, a, a novel in it. Um, exactly. It's called the prescription information. It's required by law to be sent. That being said, so that's a, so if we know you can't read it. We have to send it anyway. That being said, what we do is a few things. Um, the National Institute of Health has a screen reader friendly website database of every FDA approved medication, but including by brand. And so what we can do is a few things. We can actually attach a QR code to the packaging so you can scan it and read it. Or we can email you a link so you don't have to even go through the database yourself. We'll identify the exact link, send you the link, and uh, you can get all the information you need. And then finally, if you have specific questions about just, you know, instructions, when to take, are there side effects, do I need to take this with, med- with food or drink, um, you can just call us and we'll walk through that with you. Okay, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And by the way, my name is Burstein with a B-U-R, so... Oh, okay. <laughs> and I have a cousin, Michelle Burstein. Spells it differently. Oh, gee, oh, that's funny. Okay, Douglas is next. Hey, Douglas. Hi, how are you, sir? All right, thanks. Um, I was just, I had two quick questions for you. Um, your thermometers and that, do you uh, send them, uh, can you ship to Canada? It's interesting. Yes, we can't ship controlled substances over the border, 
but we can <laughs> ship medical devices. We can, and, and yeah, as, I'm, I, as I'm talking to this, I actually believe we can ship. I, I think we can ship vitamins, supplements, and uh, small medical devices. So, do you think your services will be eventually in Canada? Like, um, because I'm in Ontario, Canada. And I would assume you're, well, you said you're in the U.S., Philadelphia, right? So Yeah, it, it's interesting you say that. I, I don't know what it is, but I'd say within the last month, we've been contacted by a half a dozen different Canadian organizations. Um, we're not ready to do it. I would love to be able to cross the border and do it. Um, our, you know, our, 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 our goal right now is to finalize the United States, get approved for everything. Um, phase two, we'll expand to Canada. If we want to order something, do we have to do it right off the website or can we call in like... No, it's, it's all phone call. It's just, uh, our telephone number is pretty easy. It's, uh, and I'll put it in the chat box too. Oh, we don't have a chat. Um, actually, you know what? Uh, the, the email that, that Larry and Alan sent around has our information, but our phone number is 215-799-9900. That's 215-799-9900. Nine nine zero zero, and if you call, like obviously mention where you are, um, and they'll make a note that you know we'll also follow up with you proactively once we get approved in uh, okay. in Canada. Okay, that'd be cool. Oh, definitely. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. We okay. just got approved in Hawaii, so I may need to do a site visit there. So let me get that out of the way, and then then I'll come to Canada. Yeah, you'll be staying what several months, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm going to make sure everything's safe. That would be awesome. Exactly. <laughs> okay, next we have a, a phone user from area code 407. I'm not sure how much um, you can help me. I uh, have Federal Blue Cross, and because of that, we sort of use a hybrid system to fill my prescriptions, and we're able to fill some of them cheaper um, through the local pharmacies and some of them cheaper through um, like the pharmacy that we use for mail order. Okay. And I'm wondering how you would be able to help in a situation like that because I don't know if your prices would go more with the, the mail order pharmacy or would go more in accordance, um, you know, with a, uh, with a local pharmacy. And obviously we try to get each one that we can, you know, with a cheaper price. So, sure. um I'm not sure if that if you would be able to help me in that case. And my my second one, I'll just mention it at the same time. I would like to talk with you at some point offline. There are a couple projects that you said you're going to be working on, particularly the breast cancer one, and there was one other one that I'd really like to talk with you about at some point offline. Is it possible to contact you um, outside of this call? And I'll just oh, wait for 100%. your answers. So uh, first of all, good question. I'll address each of those things. First of all, feel free to email me. My email is andy at accessiblepharmacy.com. Okay. That, that's our website too, accessiblepharmacy.com. And I'm Andy at Accessible Pharmacy. Okay. Yeah, so do you accept calls at the phone number that you gave also? Yeah, everything's on there. It's a very screen reader friendly website as well. It also has our, uh, our service area, the states where we're currently licensed and the states where it's okay. still pending. Um, the okay. second question is, uh, so you're based in Florida, is that right? I'm in Florida, but I'm going to be uh, going back to Ohio pretty soon. I'm, I'm back and forth between the two states. Okay. Well, we're licensed in both Florida and Ohio, if that's relevant. Um, okay. I don't know the nuances of your medication, but if you call, explain to them, you know, you know here's my meds and let them know, like, these are the ones I'm getting cheaper elsewhere. And, uh, you know, if, if there's an opportunity for us to consolidate it all and make it easier for you. Um, you know, that's what we'll try to do, but without knowing your medication, I'm not really certain about the do. No, I understand that. But are your prices, do, are they mostly uh, comparable with, uh, local pharmacies or do you work more as, you know, like a mail order pharmacy would cost wise? You know, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I, I'm not sure if I'm comparing apples to apples. We'd like to think that our okay. prices All are right. at the lower end. Um, but okay. I'm, I'm not, I'm not certain about yours, but that being said, so a few things, okay. feel free that's to reach fine. out to me. Yeah, e email me and call the far email me. We could talk about some of the other projects. But if you have questions about okay. your specific meds for Ohio or Florida, just call the pharmacy. Right, I understand. Okay, thank you for your time. Oh, you're welcome. Okay, next we have a phone user for area code nine five one. Hi, my my, uh, my name is Nancy, and I um, 
I have a Medicare supplement with CVS Caremark. I get the, they get the inserts and everything in Braille on my, in my meds and Braille. Now, do you, I, this, I hope this isn't a stupid question. Do you handle over the counter stuff? Like if I want to get Tylenol or a few things, uh, buffering, I mean, whatever things that, uh, that are not uh, prescribed, do you sell stuff like that? If, if I don't want to go to my local pharmacy 100%. and have the label stuff? Yeah, so, 100%, so a, a few things. We're not licensed in California yet. Um, oh, wow. Okay. So, and, you know, so California, there's an, oh, I'll tell you a little bit of story about California. We are pending. Uh, they tentatively approved us, but apparently there's an opioid issue in uh, California. And so mm, they're yes. requiring that we need to send fingerprints and criminal background checks on our entire pharmacy team um, and get it notarized and send it to the state. We also have to have a notarized blueprint of our entire distribution center. And they're oh, doing that because they want to make sure that we're not some like rogue pharmacists functioning out of their basements shipping opioids into the state. So uh, oh. obviously during COVID, that's a little bit more complicated than usual, but we're almost there. So two answers. One, unfortunately... I can't ship prescription medication yet into the state. Um, but yes, we also provide, in addition to prescription medication, we have vitamins, nutritional supplements, over-the-counter medication, eye drops, um, and insulin and other related diabetic supplies. Oh, wow, that's nice. And, and you label, you can label those things without me having to label them myself, right? You can label them. Oh, absolutely. Them. Oh, wonderful. That's really neat to know. I, and I, I and appreciate. Like I said, you don't have to buy Tylenol. We can send you generic acetaminophen that'll probably cost less money, and just stick, oh. you know, the name on it in, in Braille. Yeah, to wait till your license in California. Thank you very much. Wow. Oh, you're welcome. Okay. Okay. Next is Honda. How do you guys deal with? I work at a place where they change insurance companies like most people change clothes every year. Okay. Just about because they're always looking for the best price and our insurance seems to, they give us a low rate for one year and then the second year it goes up to high heaven and so they switch. Well, every time that happens, I have to figure out how to get braille labels. So I finally just go with my local pharmacy because at least this way I don't have to mess with moving my prescriptions to the new, whatever the new mail order is. The problem is my local pharmacy doesn't do accessible labeling and I prefer braille, which is even harder to get. Sure. Um, do you guys deal with changing insurance companies that change all the, you know, that change oh, yeah. every year? You know, you know, it's interesting, Londa, you're not unique. I, it, it happens constantly. Um, and uh, it, it's part of the business and we've adapted to it and we deal with it. We also provide, if it's helpful to our patients, we provide free open enrollment consulting. Um, and it, it's the, the little secret is we, we have some software basically. So once we know your medication, we're able to plug your medication into this software package and it lets us know which insurance programs um, are the best fit for your medication and which will ultimately save you the most amount of money. Oh, well, I, my insurance is through my employer, so I oh, pay okay. very little for it. Great. Yeah, it's whatever it is. Whatever they happen to choose. Yeah, whatever, I mean, whatever, whenever it switches, we deal with it. That, that's it. It's easy. I mean, it's easy. It requires a few phone calls, but it's not, it's not too complicated. Okay. And how hard is it to switch from you to you? Do I just call you, give you my insurance information, and then you and my Absolutely. pharmacy? And yeah. Deal with it from there. Out of curiosity, what state are you in? I'm in Pennsylvania. Ah, oh, yes, <laughs> um, yes. You all you have to do. How about this for anyone? For anyone on this, uh, you know, here is joining us who's uh, in a state where we are licensed, and I, I'll, I'll keep this open for anyone in the future too. If you want to just try us out, um, pick up the phone and call. We'll send you a multivitamin, a month supply of multivitamins in the packaging of your choice with the labeling of your choice for free, just to try out. And that'll give you a chance to, you know, experience what it's like to have a conversation with someone from our team, um, get a package delivered to you with, you know, medication in this case, it's a vitamin, um, try in our packaging and try our labeling. So anyone who wants to do that, just call and say that you joined me on a call 
and uh, you can try that out. For you, Londa, um, you can do that. Or if you just want to call, someone will walk you through it. Within five to 10 minutes, we'll have everything and we'll transfer everything over for you. Yeah, because I only have three prescriptions, so I don't need like the fancy packets. Okay. You know, most of them are one a day. I just, I want braille labeling on my bottles. Say no more. Say no more. <laughs> All right. Cool. Out of curiosity, where in Pennsylvania are you? I'm in Harrisburg, so I'm not far from you. Oh, nice. We actually have someone who works with us in Harrisburg, um, and he runs the Harrisburg NFB chapter. Um, Jason Polanski? Don't know him. All right. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, I'm in, I'm in Philadelphia, so yeah. I, I, my hope is to be out in Harrisburg. Uh, we work very closely with Vision Corp. I don't know if you connect with them. So uh, at some point, hopefully, we'll have a chance to meet in person. Yeah, they're not they're not our blind association here. I actually work for our local blind association. Oh, who so do you work with? I work for Vision Resources of Central Pennsylvania. Okay. We're actually on Wednesday this week, we are doing a tr- this is actually something else that we do. It's pretty cool. We train state OVR offices to help their clients with medication management. And so we're actually doing this Wednesday. It's going to be us and University of Pennsylvania are doing a two-hour training session for all the uh, LV, all the vision therapists in the state, um, specifically on helping their clients with diabetes management. So uh, I will I will give you a call and I'll see if I can get your find your contact information in the press release. Oh, press right on! Oh, thank you so much, Lon. I appreciate it. We'll maybe get you in for a support group. Oh, I'd love to do that. Okay. Thank you. I will. I know the right people to talk to. I call it my email is Andy at Accessible Pharmacy if you want to reach out. Easy enough. All right. Thanks again. All right. I'll go away. Let other people in. All right. Thanks. Okay. Margaret is next. This is just fantastic. This is like the best thing I've heard in ages. Oh, my gosh. Um, it, no, it's really Margaret, I'm gonna, if I'm ever feeling blue, I'm going to call you. Oh, and, uh... It's a deal. It's a deal. <laughs> quick, two, two really quick questions. Um, how, how would anyone find out um, whether you are or uh, licensed in their state. I, I happen to be in Maine, but obviously if there's 20 or plus states. And, and my second question is, do, do you do any compounding or, or is that not possible? No, we, we, we 100% do. We do both human and animal compounding. Oh, I wish I had um, known. Are we licensed in Maine? Hold on, I'm actually pulling up our service area oh, right now. I, I don't, thank you. We are hope- not. Yeah, I, I suspected not, that. But no, I maybe, mean, in New, in, in New England, we're in Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, um, but not yet in Maine, but hopefully coming yeah. soon. Oh, I hope so. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. It's wonderful. Thank you. Okay, Sharon is next. Good evening. Wonderful hey, presentation. Thank I'm you. in Texas. So um, if you're... Uh, ready to go in texas i'm ready to sign up so um we are, we are not in texas i oh, apologize man. <laughs> you have no idea like so texas and california are the two no disrespect to anyone else's state but they're like the two big ones we're still grappling with right now and we engage in conversations with them every week we're almost there um so hopefully coming soon can i go ahead and call and set up a profile though Hundred, absolutely, yeah. Please do. As I mentioned, I'll do like, it tomorrow. So uh, we 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 filed all these applications. They all processed our application fees, and some of them we've been waiting since May of last year to get approval. Oh so, wow! Uh, but Texas is coming soon. In Texas, it's interesting uh, demographically, and I don't know what the reason behind this is, but uh, there's a, I think Texas has the second largest population of people who are legally blind in the country. I wouldn't. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. But I so, will be calling tomorrow because I, as soon as you come to Texas, I'm signing up. I love it, the fact that you braille, you braille bottles. Oh, my, right on. Thank my, you. My other question is when we get signed up, I'm, I'm a braille reader and my husband's not. So my question is, if he needed to go through or look at my medication, could there be a script talk label and Braille or would you just do Braille? Oh, a hundred percent. We can do the entire, it's interesting. One of the areas that we're actually finding that there's a lot of growth in our, our families where there's one individual who's blind. Um, 
we can even do that. We have situations where we have parents who are blind and they need their kids' medication packaged in either Braille or with different kinds of labeling. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so absolutely. It's just just call and order. We specialize in the blind and low vision, um, but about, and that represents about 80% of our, our patients. The other 20% are more often than not family members of blind or low vision individuals. Oh, okay. Well, this is fantastic. Oh, right on. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. This is Alan. I'm going to jump in. Uh, hey, Alan. Well, uh, Andy. Uh, yeah, I, I'm in Mississippi. Uh, do you know where Mississippi stands in the... Uh, in, I've in heard the, of Mississippi per- before. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I hope it wasn't negatively, but hey, I, who knows? <laughs> no, 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 totally. Uh, I, I, I'm aggravated with Medicare because I'm on Medicare and, 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 and Medicare and its wisdom has decided that if you if you're diabetic and, and you have to test and you're on insulin three times a day is, is more than enough, is more than adequate for 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 their approval of test strips. I, I, I'm not sure I agree with their assessment. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to get uh, what's called a, a doctor's certificate of medical necessity to test five times a day because, uh, I mean, I've been managing my diabetes just fine for years. But, I mean, you got to test. And, and, you know, uh, I think testing five times a day works best for me because I there's three meals in a day and I exercise. And before I go exercise, I test before that. And heaven forbid you don't test before you go to bed at night. So that's how I come up with my five times a day for testing. Yeah. So do, 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 do y'all work with the doctors? Yeah, well, getting... let's tell me this. First of all, I'm, I'm not a healthcare professional. I'm, a, I'm, I'm on the business right. side. So I don't want right. to dig too deep into this because I'm not 100% knowledgeable, but a few things. Um, has your endocrinologist tried advocating for you? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I get my test strips from Walmart Okay. and Walmart, Walmart told me what they needed. So, you know, I, 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 I went through the patient portal. And, no, I can't guarantee anything, but we'll, we'll yeah. make the, we'll make the calls for you and try to have the conversations. Um, and, and I, I get how frustrating it is. I'll give you an example one of the largest insurance groups, it's a Medicaid group in Missouri. Mm-hmm. We're licensed in Missouri. We got rejected mm-hmm. from this Medicare group. We have a patient, right? It's a patient, right. this is what I use, we get rejected. Uh, we email them, we're like, why did you reject us? This is what we're doing. It's not like we have thousands of patients in Missouri. We don't even have tens of patients in Missouri at this point, you know? Mm-hmm. But this is what we do and this is what we do that's unique and we're only dealing with a special population. So they email back to us. They email, nope, we have people in the state that can properly support the blind and low vision population. So thankfully, the, the patient who got this was actually very active in the uh, Missouri Council for the Blind. Mm-hmm. And so last Friday, we actually had some people from our pharmacy team um, and the executive committee from the Missouri Council for the Blind. And we broke down these, these emails and uh, collectively, we're actually going to be knocking on doors of some politicians to see if we can get them to support us and our efforts in the state. So I'm telling you that simply because to say, like, I don't have an answer for you, but right. we'll try. You know, I can't guarantee success, but, you know, we will hit a brick wall like 10 times and get bloody before we finally say, you know what, Alan, we can't we can't make this work. Well, I mean, well, and that's what you have to do. Well, I mean, yeah, well, 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 thanks. And I appreciate the uh... Uh, I appreciate the, the the comments and stuff. So, and, and, and I'm like you. I, I'm not just going to roll over for these guys because nope. it's ridiculous. Because I mean, it, 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 if you run into a brick wall, that's what you got to do. You start to start chipping away at the bricks and, and knocking mm-hmm. the mortar loose and stuff and, until you yeah. until, until you get somebody that you know that works with you. Okay, thanks. Thanks. I'm ru- I'm oh, running the same thing, and it's by and so is my twin brother, and and it's the inconsistency of the whole system that drives us nuts. It's because we hear of people who have been accepted and we hear of others, including ourselves currently, that currently are not, but I am going to be their worst nightmare. I will never give up. Uh, and sometimes that's what it takes. And it's sad because there are a lot, awful lot of people who are either diabetic or need services and they're being turned down. 
And uh, in the long run, yeah, it does cost more money, but you get better care when some of these services are advocated for and actually approved. So I couldn't agree more. And you know what's really fascinating? It's actually in the insurance company's best interest because it costs a lot less to pay for a pill or an extra strip than it does to have someone in the hospital overnight. Absolutely. You know, one night in the hospital could be worth years of medication. And it just doesn't make sense. I don't know why um, they don't support it. They, in their infinite wisdom, think they know it all, even more than the doctors. And that drives me nuts. Mm -hmm. So we keep fighting and we keep advocating and we keep getting people to help the various organizations, you know, whether it be ACB, NFB or or whatever, whomever, because this is something that we're all, uh, especially people who are older, not necessarily older, but in large cases older, are fighting right now. And, and I'm never giving up. I can't wait to keep going. Right on. So anyway, it is uh, f- uh, six minutes to the top of the hour here. And uh, I think we've run out of hands. Yeah, we have. And so I want to thank you so much for being with us. You have been terrific. If you have any closing comments, go ahead. And before we do say goodbye, go ahead and give us your contact information as well. One more time for people. Oh, sure. So uh, thank you. Um, it's so uh, our website is accessiblepharmacy.com. Um, if you have a smartphone, uh, an, an iPhone in particular, and you have Siri, all you have to do is to say, Siri, call Accessible Pharmacy. And Siri will say, do you mean Accessible Pharmacy in Fairless Hills, Pennsylvania? That's us. Actually, mine uh, says, do you mean uh, Accessible Pharmacies that's not licensed in California? We are not licensed in California. Is that what it that's, says? That's what, no, that's what Siri and Alexa would say in my case. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to tell Siri, like, come on, Siri, get with the program. Pass some papers. <laughs> right? So, uh, and our phone number is 215-799-9900. But uh, once again, like Larry, thanks so much for in- including me and, and inviting me tonight. I appreciate everyone's questions. I appreciate everyone's enthusiasm. And uh, for those of you who do try us out, you know, I'd love your feedback, you know, good or bad. You know, we love hearing good feedback. Sometimes it's uncomfortable to hear bad feedback, but that's how we grow. Absolutely. Um, so feel free to reach out to me. Once again, it's Andy at AccessiblePharmacy.com. And, uh, you know, I-, I love being on the show. So thank you again, Larry. Thank and you, Andy. Thank you again for coordinating uh, the details in advance. Sure. Well, I, I, I am very excited about what you guys are doing. I didn't know about you until recently. And, and you're doing a service for a lot of people. And that's really exciting. And it's brand new. So, you know, you're learning as you go. And, and who knows what you may be doing in just a few more years, because I'm sure you're going to grow and expand based on the needs of people who, who write to you. So. And eventually we're going to cross the border and hang out with Douglas. There you go. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And this is, this is Alan again. Thanks. Uh, You you did a great job, Andy. So uh, thanks for coming on and and, and doing a great job. I appreciate it. Sounds good. All right. Have a good night, everyone. I I really appreciate your time. Thanks again. Thank you. Thanks. And next week, you bet. Next week, Jeff Bishop is coming back and we're going to talk about ACB's media network. It's um, it's almost here, and uh, if you, it's going to be a fa- – I'm not going to talk much about it because we'll talk more about it next week. But it's a fascinating idea. It's a cool idea, uh, and we'll be talking about it here from a technological standpoint here on Tech Talk. So thanks so much for being with us. Join us next week again, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, on Tech Talk. <laughs>